0: Sorry, we're closed. All right, guys, welcome back. Another episode of Sorry, We're Closed. And typically, I try to break down, and also, TiVo, even though we told you we're not going to interact with you so well today because your mic, I'm immediately interacting with you. But the, <laughs> the, um, uh, I liked uh, actually my girlfriend, uh, who tries to listen to the podcast, but you know it's not really her cup of tea. Uh, said she really <laughs> enjoyed liked the it, conspiracy the theories. I think that's probably her favorite part. She left me. her tin
1: her tinfoil hat bucket at, back in Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, when we when we talk about present day value of contracts, I don't think she's really into that. Um, but uh, I didn't realize you were doing the breakdown. Like 10 minutes, we talk about this. At, at minute 32, we talk about this. That's fantastic. I love that. So appreciate that, TiVo. Um, but typically, I, I try to break down exactly what we're going to talk about in the different segments of the show at this point. I put today at the top of our notes all of the blocks A block, B block, C block, D block will be a part of the Otani deal. It's all there's nothing else to talk about. And every time I did research, and Sean, I think. Because I looked at Sean's notes this morning as well, seemingly he had very similar notes that I did. Like it's like you went down one rabbit hole and it led you to another rabbit hole, and then also you're in another rabbit hole. Like it's it, there's so much to take in here about the Shohei deal. It's actually it's, super
1: interesting. It's a super interesting deal, and I think for like the 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 common fan, uh, like looking at it on the surface as a seven hundred million dollar contract is like jaw-dropping but there's so much detail to wh- why it's that way and how it actually is operating and why and why the Dodgers would pull such a redonculous maneuver uh and it's, it's just the more you look the more sense it makes uh, all around
0: yeah yeah it's I'm gonna go on record here <clears throat> and I want to start this podcast off and, and we can clip this I'm gonna go on record here that the ten year seven hundred million dollar contract for Shohei Otani was a team friendly deal. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people being like, There's just I under like people are saying, Well, we understand what you're about to say, Pat. Like we understand some of the stuff that you're gonna you're gonna go through. But there's just no way you can classify seven hundred million dollar deal as team friendly. But I think what we're seeing, and this is what I, I, I wanna talk more about. I think what we're seeing is a little bit of a better understanding as these bigger and bigger contracts come out, a little bit of a better understanding of just how much money these teams are bringing in, specifically the the big teams, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, uh, probably the Cubs, to probably a little bit of a lesser extent. But you see these huge market teams and just how yeah. much – like if they're able to give away this, I think – when you when we originally saw like 200 million dollar deals like when i remember when i was playing for the Sox, David Price signed for like 250 or something like that and people were mind blown right it, it, it couldn't imagine that now that we're getting you know 400 500 700 million dollar deal i think people are are starting to kind of be like wait a minute okay well, you can give away 7 your team supposedly is only worth 2 billion how are you giving away 700 hmm. million And then you then you dive into okay well it's seven hundred million over twenty years, okay so they're not it's not just giving that all away immediately and then as we as we will do here we will go into uh, the segment by the numbers by the numbers which Sean and I again have a lot of similar notes we have some different notes which I want I'm going to have Sean go over some of the stuff that we we have uh, that's different. But what I found interesting about this was that we had a lot of people a lot of reputable people talk about this deal and even they were getting it wrong. Like they, they, you know, certain things that were coming out about, for example, the AAV, where you're talking about how much the team is paying their salary per year. And are they going above that? And you have in Sean's notes, competitive balance tax and all caps, which I believe is a link. Um, but you have that where they hit that threshold did they not hit that threshold all that stuff it's only being two million towards the competitive balance tax, but is it it turns out it's not so there's <clears throat> there's just so much to go over here uh in in the buy the numbers segment and then what could probably could go on forever we'll have a conversation uh quickly about um the deal in general, what what it looks like for baseball in general. I saw a Rod clip. We got a lot to talk about, so let's just quickly go over by the numbers, and then we'll dive right into you know debating exactly what this kind of deal means and and so on and so forth. So, as you guys heard, it's a ten year, seven hundred million dollar deal. The first ten years, he gets paid two million per year. The next ten years, he gets paid sixty eight million per year. That's the first rabbit hole. We go on a lot, a lot more. <laughs> um, so looking at that, you're like, oh wow, he might be done in ten years. That's gonna be great. Ten years after, just get paid sixty-eight million. Mm-hmm. Nah, well, hold on now. So now the the ini- again, let's just go to the go to the numbers. I'm, I'm not going to put any any opinion or conjecture. Let's just go by the numbers. MLB, Major League Baseball, for your AAV folks, are treating this as a ten-year four hundred sixty million dollar deal. So not they're not treating it as a ten-year seven hundred they're not treating it as a 10 year 20 million for the 2 million per year it's a 4 and 60 million dollar deal with that being said the reason that is being that is that is that is how that's calculated sorry is that in year 3 44 million dollars a year from the Dodgers have to be put into what i saw was an escrow <coughs> account i don't know if they can do different investment vehicles but an escrow account and you know it would make some interest over it it's going to be interest bearing and over the years it would make it, it would make a certain amount of money obviously and we'd eventually get to that 68 million in in year 11 when he has to get paid that but what well, when did they when do they have to get it in the escrow year 3 so the okay. first two years they have a little bit of ben- <laughs> they have some benefit from the team perspective because i saw i, I saw in my, on my my
1: research there was there was a stat that said um, let's see if i can find it uh, It was, oh yeah, the deferred money must be fully funded two years uh, within two years of the year it was deferred, so if sixty-eight million deferred in two thousand twenty-four, it has to be in. I'm assuming that escrow account by two thousand and twenty-six. So, and you're saying how much does it has to be in the escrow? 44 at that Forty-four
0: million is what they're saying. That is the cash. Forty-four. Yes, because what they're saying is that in the a interest will four percent and the change too? or so, which I assume is what an, an escrow about makes. Interesting. Um, that in the in that in when eight years, nine years, I think it was ten years actually that 44 turns into 68
1: yeah that's super interesting i mean it's such a tactical decision there because they're still they still have to pay us there's the money still coming out of the pocket 100 percent.
0: so again it, it, a lot of people talked about how oh wow this guy's doing such a great deal for the dodgers for two million this isn't years. this
1: isn't Klarna buy now pay later situation <laughs> no no
0: and i knew so i'd always seen that and again we'll talk about that but um so present day value Which, again, we'll talk more aggressively about, but just to go over present-day value. Present-day value is about $405 million. Now, the gentleman that I uh, got that $405 million number from, actually, I will source him just to be safe. Not to be safe, but just to give some people some credit. Uh, It was a guy by the name of Paul Mangione. Uh, And Paul, if you look at the tweet put in a spreadsheet to show his calculations. I can promise you I can pretty much promise you that none of you want to go try to read that spreadsheet. I I was in I was in bed last night scrolling, you know, and, and doing some research and I was trying to read this spreadsheet. I have a basic understanding, but it is a very difficult thing to understand. So, um very difficult, but we're taking his word out it's 405 million. Now the reason that works again present day value is what is when he gets when he finally gets paid out what does that money look like For 700 million if he got it's like the old lottery if you get to take the full boat right now at 700 million you get 700 million dollars in today's dollars if you get paid out over time let's say you get 350 now and 350 in 2025 and 2035 that 350 can't buy you what it could buy you now so Although it's a seven hundred million dollar contract, because so much is deferred, by the time Shohei receives that money, it's far yeah. less valuable than it, when it is currently. So that is to be taken into consideration. Not again; it's not from that stat alone it would make you feel like Shohei's getting fucked. There's more to this. Yeah, it's still like a
1: hundred million over when you look at it four sixty. Like the next was the next highest one, Aaron Judge at three thirty, or, or Trout was the, know, next Trout Trout the, the next highest one in the three hundred. Highest, yeah,
0: but and even so. Listen, he's still making a ton of money, and that's the, the the crux of this. But there's more to be considered here. There's more. There, you show he's not a stupid man, uh, so or at least his agents are. I don't know whoever's crushing this is not it's not stupid. There was one I- little bit interesting factoid that I thought was interesting uh, that there is no interest on this deal. Now, what I found out from some some googling is that Bobby Bonilla has about an eight percent interest on his on his deal. So when they put that forty-four million, instead of them putting in an escrow, making they have to make let's say four and a half because that's the standard, let's say for example, I'm just I'm just speculating. The Dodgers, if they, if that forty-four million at four and a half ends up turning into eighty million instead of sixty-eight, the Dodgers get to keep the vig. They get to keep that additional twelve million. That's not, but I, seemingly Bobby Bonilla did eight percent. I uh, was able to negotiate that. So now he's making 8% on that money instead of the original whatever. So there is some factor factoring in inflation and stuff like that from the Bonilla deal. Seemingly less so here with the Shohei deal, which with this kind of money, I can understand both sides and uh, their opinions on why they should or should not do it. <laughs> but um, certainly I'm, I'm surprised there's no interest in this. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Tax law. A lot of people talking about how it can, there's a lot of different opinions on this, whether it can or cannot be taxed in the state of California. According to some research, I try to do the best I can. The deferred, The best I found was the deferred compensation payments over if it's a period of 10 or more years, which it is obviously, you'll be taxed in the state you reside in rather than the state you earned the money in. So he theoretically, based off this this piece of tax law he theoretically could move to a state with no income tax and save a ton of money there so that might be an additional reason why maybe he didn't get interest on the thing (laughs) maybe they that was a give and take for the dodgers hey listen no interest but we'll do it over 10 years so that you can move to florida and not pay taxes we'll we'll come out even or you'll come out ahead it's just the irs getting screwed instead of the dodgers i could see that conversation happening That for sure was at least thought of on on the table. Sean, if you could do me a favor because – well, let me just go over one more thing, a couple more things. Um, Otani passed Messi and Ronaldo's 48-hour jersey sales on Fanatics, and um, the Dodgers took over the most – Followed a baseball team on Instagram, which was originally the Yankees. The Yankees held that title since the inception of Instagram. So That's no very other messy, base- very messy, like remember when that was all happening with? Uh, yeah, in I Miami? wish the pot. I wish the podcast was more like this when the messy deal. Uh, we talked about the messy deal, mm-hmm. but not quite as in depth. Yeah, with like Apple did. TV and stuff. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then finally, because the, my other point uh, was is more of a is more of an opinion, but the, finally, the. <laughs> The president of Baseball Ops got one here, folks. According to th- this deal, in the in the deal, uh, you know, in the Shohei deal, if the controlling owner or the president of Baseball Ops loses their current role with the team, Shohei has an immediate uh, clause in his contract that at the year's end of that current year, he can opt out of the deal. So... Listen the controlling owner pretty much you know he's he controls his own destiny pretty much he I mean, seems to, to be enjoy. committed to owning the team <laughs> yes president of baseball ops on the other hand <laughs> this dude just got the best job security in the world yeah uh, so i mean if you i mean at the very least now if the if the owner wants to get rid of him because let's say he made some poor decisions over the next 2 or 3 years you're going to have to sit down with Shohei's camp and say hey listen you good with this we're going to keep him because we're not going to lose you for this but are you good with us getting rid of him? We want we want to go in a different direction. We think how we old can is Otani? Better. You know what, Teva, can you look that up for us while we're going over the rest? Um, all right, Sean, if you no. do us a fi- twenty-nine. Okay, so you little, do us a favor? That's a little old
1: though, isn't it? That's
0: just like a
1: touch old for yeah for for the big for the big deal. No,
0: a little bit. You see the well, younger guys getting more years. Yeah, uh, but again, Otani is considered to probably the best player of all time. So you probably you give a couple years, but the in baseball you know you just got to get in the league so early in order to have yeah, really any know, chance. Well, he had his like role, his like move from Japan. Like he never he didn't
1: he was never in uh, Salt Lake with the Salt Lake Bees, you know. No,
0: certainly not.
2: Certainly and he, not. And he's an I, attraction too. Like I'm sure you'll talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember like the end of Cal Ripken's career. Like he wasn't playing top as he did when he was younger, but like people wanted to go and see his record. Of course. Um, not that I'm comparing him to Cal Ripken, but I feel like he's an attraction that when he's 39, 40 uh, he's years definitely old, like, an you know, yeah. And he plays still every day. Like go to see him. Yeah, certainly. Yeah.
0: Uh, Sean, if you do me a favor, go over the, the endorsements and yeah. then some of your little fun facts
1: in there. So the endorsements, I mean, like obviously like my first thought is like, okay, like 2 million. I've always been really intrigued by the fact that like, uh, like I remember when I was working for the Lakers, I think, Somebody, somebody like signed for like the veteran minimum, and it was like one five or something like that, uh, and I just remember just like thinking like, oh, what a scrub, like one five. This guy sucks, uh, and. And just like, just like coming back to reality a little bit and realizing how much like $1.5 million is per year. Cause so many people are going to see the $700, $700 million. They're going to pop to the 2 million and be like, ah, oh, poor guy. I hope he's going to be able to, you know, afford his Cheerios down at the, uh, at the local grocery store. Uh, and, and like 2 million is like a crazy, 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 crazy number. Um, so, and through some research, you saw that uh, he's got a ton of endorsement deals. Like, so obviously like that's where the bulk of his income is going to come from. He's got New Balance, Fanatics, Tops, Mitsubishi, Japan Airlines, Seiko, Coes, which I did not know what that is. And there, we got a link here to some of the, you know, the other ones that he has as well. Uh, but even with just his endorsements, yeah, which is, by the way, an MLB record 17 endorsement deals, which was surpri- surprising to me that they were, like, keeping track and keeping track of the record for the most endorsements. Like, it's, like, hard for me to believe that, like, a Derek Jeter uh, wasn't, you know, like, didn't have 17 going at once. But Otani, obviously, yeah, playing in two different countries is, 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 like, or, you know, with the reach that he has in two different countries probably contributes to that quite a bit. Uh but even with that he's still going to get paid 40 million dollars a year which is going to make him the uh, highest paid player in baseball according to this which even as i think about this now kind of seems like a little low um, i feel like judge, judge not getting paid 40 a year not even trout? close not even close trout, huh? trout,
0: uh, supposedly judge is making like 3 million a year okay like otani's otani's endorsement deals supposedly are in la la land in compared to anyone else
1: yeah Yeah, so uh, something that popped up on my Instagram feed or somewhere along the line uh, was that they expected within the first like 30 days of of signing him to this contract that they were going to make like 25% of it back in revenue. Um, Obviously, you've seen it with jersey sales right now, but one of the rabbit holes that I did dive down because I was curious was the like how much of a connection there was between Japanese baseball fans and the Dodgers. Obviously, West Coast, there's going to be the most connection. You know, maybe save Yankees and stuff like that. They'll probably always be in the mix. But when I worked for the Lakers, there was a huge Chinese connection. Uh, Wow, very nice. Uh, There was a huge Chinese connection Uh, every time you go over there there would be uh there'd be like out in shanghai and stuff like that tivo tivo's just got a, taken the full l today on the on the camera or on the tech side but uh so the huge connection there with the with the lakers and the asian market and to the tune where they go over and they, they do the exhibition games uh and I, I i didn't get to see it but they always said like when kobe went over there he was a god uh, like uh, he he was above a king so i wanted to know like what's the What's the connection there? And it t- they took it back to like Hideo Nomo. You remember that guy uh, with course. the with the funky delivery? Oh, yeah. uh, and I guess I guess like maybe back in like the '50s and stuff, the Dodgers and Japanese baseball really like linked up and and started to have. You know, they did like a 20 game. Uh, Road tour, exhibition tour over in Japan. They were like agreeing to play a bunch of games over there. Uh, Like some of the Japanese, uh, like some of the Japanese like baseball books were brought over into like the like a Dodgers museum or something like that. Long story short, is they had a really big there was a definite like tie between Japanese baseball and the Dodgers, which is like a really like a straight pipeline there for you know to recoup this money and even just profit off it at the same time. Made me wonder how many other teams were able to offer 700 million because like you look at even like a team, like what's, what's a wealthy team uh, that's not, you know, in that market. I mean, I guess you could just like easily say like the Mets or something like that. Like, could the Mets, could the Mets expect that same volume of revenue from the Asian market? Uh, because they don't have that. Cause they don't have that. Like if he had went to the Mets, you'd expect that the, the, it wouldn't be as profitable for for a team like that. I saw that the Giants also offered him seven hundred million, which I guess adds up. I'd imagine there's a big San Francisco connection there as well, again West Coast. But like, were East Coast teams a- even able to make an offer like that? Um, I don't know. Those were some, those are things to me that were that were really intriguing uh, about it. You know, among some other stuff. But those were the things that to me, you know, right out of the gate. I guess the other thing that was interesting to me. Which was just a fun little game to play was uh, if he were, if this was not a deferred contract, uh, Shohei Ohtani would be number ten on the list of highest paid CEOs. Uh, Jamie Dimon, leader of J P Morgan Chase, uh, is way beneath him. So Shohei would be making one hundred and ten a year with his endorsements. Uh, Jamie Dimon, J P Morgan Chase, thirty four million. Uh, and just to put everything into perspective. The CEO of Blackstone, I didn't get his name. It wasn't Larry Fink, uh, but it was $253 million per year. Uh, $225 million for the CEO of Google after that. And then you just bop down a couple more spots to Shohei Otani, leading CEO of the Pitcher's Mound out in, uh, out in uh, uh, Los Angeles. But uh, I, to me, guys, that's just a stupid amount of money. Like, what are you even doing with 200? T- what are you like bringing in 110
0: million per year? Well, I mean, I, like, yeah, I mean, Shohei's different. So I don't really know what the, what's going on there. But obviously, like, the CEO of Blackstone, I got to imagine the majority of that compensation is Blackstone's.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, but like, so I you... just,
0: just, what's those bi weeklies looking like, guys? Oh, uh, they're looking great, Sean. <laughs> they're, looking
1: they're looking outstanding. They're looking fucking great. You're looking, I, we, I would... should, we should, somebody break down the numbers of like, because you only get paid, you don't get paid in spring training, right, Patrick? You only get paid when the game starts or the game's finished, right? Yeah, so you we're, some we're looking at like a – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I hope he's, I hope he's, I hope he's okay. You know, he's going to probably be staying – packing up at the go box from the team calf <laughs> so he can go home and eat his lunch. Uh, but uh, I, what, I wonder what it is. What's, what's his weekly hit, hitting? I mean, obviously the $2 million, it's not as fun. But, what are you doing, uh,
0: seven, $70 million? I mean, let's just assume the year is half the year. If he's doing, if he's getting seventy million, which he's not, but let's just say he is for all like twenty six weeks. Yeah, divided by twenty six weeks, he's making two point six every month, two point seven every month. So he's making he's making like one three five every yeah. check. I remember, I remember I didn't when make one three five in my career in baseball. I remember
1: when uh, when uh, Zach Grenke signed with the Diamondbacks back when I don't remember what year it was, and it was at the time it was the highest annual compensation from anybody, any baseball player ever uh is that great a little bit of a strange cat uh and he would show up to the ballpark every single day in like i kid you not in like kirkland basket black basketball shorts and a straight gray t-shirt uh and he would he had just came from like the the mini mart at the mobile gas station around the corner and he would have like in a plastic bag like like a pre-made sandwich from the little kiosk in the middle of the mini mart, you know, those where they have like Mm -hmm. the, the vegetable dips and stuff like that. Uh, he had like a pre-made sandwich, like a chocolate milk. Uh, and somebody was like, somebody was like, uh, somebody was like, dude, you just, you're making like 40, like $34 million a year. And you're shopping at the mini mart. And he's, he just like stared like blankly at them. Uh, and they were, I remember like hearing like during stretch, they were like talking about like, you know, where do you live? And he's like, I don't know. Like my wife picked a house. I live on that mountain over there. And they're like, oh, you live on Camelback Mountain? Okay, so your house is like $16 million. He's like, I don't, I don't know. It's over there somewhere. And it was just like really interesting to be like, this guy's making $34 million a year. We're looking at him. And this is how he's, he's rolling to the park every day. Hopefully Shohei can, uh, you know, maybe get some uh, fresh direct or something to, to pack him up some lunches.
2: Did you see Tyree Kill walking into the game on Sunday in like a, a beater and a McDonald's bag? Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's let me tell you, that's a
1: really interesting. That right there is a really interesting strength and conditioning rabbit hole. And obviously, we're not doing that here. But
0: all right, quickly, two things, Sean, that I want to point out in your notes. That I'm I'm curious what you mean by them. Yeah. Uh, first thing is there is there uh, the ability to renegotiate this in 2034.
1: I mean I I didn't see Anything in there But I had wondered If If Like I mean I guess that I would imagine if both parties Agree to it You can renegotiate it On some level uh, But it just was interesting to me Because at You know at 68 mil You know at, at Whenever it was 2034 When it When it comes back on Like I, I feel like the The Dodgers Might want to See what they can do with that I mean The Bobby Bonilla day stuff Is crazy enough He gets paid 2 million a year Right But dropping 68 million for like eight to 10 years a year i mean i guess i guess technically they'll already have the money in an escrow so it won't be that big of a deal but and that was before i knew that uh but that that to me was like Wow, they might they might want to do something about that and I saw people talking about like maybe they'll convert it into some ownership uh, which it was not convertible into ownership but maybe they could renegotiate it in such a way uh, I don't know but it's just like just like I would be dreading that as as the owner like oh my god this is gonna kill me uh, mm. but I didn't I didn't see anything in particular about it actually being able to be re- actually I, I think I might have saw that you can't renegotiate
0: it I, I doubt that the Dodgers would ever agree to a deal that you can renegotiate, nor would Shohei. And, yeah. But you're right, of course, as in anything, if for some reason one yeah. party wanted to and the other party's like, yeah, we can talk. Yeah. Like, they'll talk, you know, it yeah. can't hurt. Uh, and also the last thing you put up there, Sean, Rafael Devers did the same thing last year. What what did he do? Yeah, so he did the
1: same thing with the deferral contract. So like what I was just kind of pointing out was that there's a couple things that were interesting to me on that. I mean, Devers, which I can't believe, signed for like 300 30 million or something like that yeah. uh, and he had I think he had like similar years where like after uh, 2034 or something like that like it, it becomes a deferred payment which I love that I love that financial move for any of these athletes um, I think that's I think that's super swaggy uh, but the thing that I, th- I thought was interesting was that uh, like people were talking about like, like I don't know, they, the Phillies explored a 20-year deal for, for Harper. There was another team, maybe it was Judge, like somebody was trying to offer him like 14 years or something like that. Uh, the NHL once rejected Ilya Kovalchuk's contract because the Devils were just tacking on years at the end of it. To lower the average annual value, so that they weren't getting smoked as much in comp- in a in a luxury tax compensation. So, I mean, I didn't see any carryover. I didn't see that had happened, uh, but it was in direct violation of the NHL collective bargaining agreement. And I would imagine the MLB is is has something similar going on with their with their collective bargaining agreement.
0: Well, I can tell you from a guy who was a once part of the Players Association that the the this deal, there's going to be something in this deal that the players don't like that they're going to go after that they're going to say we can't do this, can't do that, but I, there's not going to be much. I can't imagine. I mean, they they just got a t- guy making seven hundred million dollars, uh, so it, it's it's great for for the players to have this. It's great for, to see a, to these contracts to get kind of fancy and creative and how they get their money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I can I guess I, I don't know the exact. I mean, I gotta imagine California state tax is probably like, you know, income tax. What is probably six or seven I mean, percent. Um, they have definitely got the highest. Yeah. I mean, I they know the, all higher.
1: like the like the golfers and stuff. They refuse to live out there, and even the baseball guys. Uh, I bet Otani might live in uh, Arizona by the spring training complex. I, that's what a lot of guys were doing, right? I'm sure it was the same deal with Florida. Yeah, but it just
0: league. no. It, it matters where you make the money. So uh, I remember when I when I played when I got to oh. Uh, <laughs> Hello, darling. Um, Okay, yeah, you're in a little bit of a tough spot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, if you're making. uh, And, guys, you have to. Can you. If you can can bring up the contract, I'm not sure if he's making more than this in a year. Is he making more than $698,000 in a year? Ah, it's It's tight. Close. It's tight. It's tight. It's tight. It's It's tight. Um,
1: Maybe with the endorsements.
0: But hold on now. Hold on. So, if he gets to. So, yeah, fuck interest on your payments and uh, present-day value. You can suck one if that's the – $68 million if he's deferring that and he's going to a state the in, in state where he has no state income tax in Florida. According to this, if you get ma- paid more than that $698,000 in a year, you are getting taxed a whopping – let me just make sure I get the number right – a whopping 12.3%. Which means we need to keep
1: tabs on Shohei
0: Otani's Zillow account to see what searches he's doing and locations on that. Yes, which means now keep in mind, in order to claim state residency in, in the state of Florida, you have to spend the, 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 at least in the first year. They're much stricter about having to spend the majority of the year there. So I don't <coughs> think he's going to struggle spending time in Miami. Um, <laughs> but if he were to be able to claim that, and again, I don't know all tax law. We're just we're we're, we're certainly novices in this world. But he would save $8.364 million in taxes every year, obviously that coming out to a total 10 years of $83,640,000 he will save in taxes paid if he's able to, to pull that off. God forbid he's able to claim that he was making this money in Dubai where they don't tax you at all. I mean, he's, then yeah, you can screw interest. and Present-day value can suck one because present-day value is not accurate any longer. Um,
1: I guess I guess each person's going to be different here, but like how at that level, how much are you even? How much are you even looking at prices of things? Like you're you're not even walking through Whole Foods, but if you were, you're not checking the price of the organic versus the non-organic bananas, right? Like you're you're just throwing stuff no. in the cart. You don't you're not you're not even looking at the the total price at the end when you go to the gas pump. You're just tossing the card over there. You're not. Looking over your shoulder to see how yeah. much it actually costs Honestly, at
0: the end. The, no, none of that is meaningful to him. The cost of like homes when he's going to buy. Yeah, a like when he's going to buy a home, it. maybe. The the number one thing, the number one thing that it, and it will be difficult for him because of how much money he has. The number one thing is making sure that people aren't stealing from you. Yeah, yeah. Like making sure that the the people that are managing your money are not stealing because it would be super easy. To take, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars off the top yeah. of something and him have no fucking clue. Yeah. N- and none, you can just label it as a fee. You know, yeah. label it as a fee, you know. There's gonna it's it this this type of money is going to be crazy. And like you said, if you could, I saw the same thing, Sean. If you could, you know, transfer some of this money over into stock in the team, uh, could you know, transfer you don't have to put these obviously into assets, but to you know, transferring these in some way, shape or form into things that you don't have to worry about people you know taking off the top yeah Uh, because if you you start putting them in mutual funds and and stuff like that where this one guy or this firm is tracking your your stuff and you're you got you know 150 million in it you know how easy would it be to take some or even just say well listen we charge three percent and that three percent of 150 fucking million dollars is a lot of goddamn money so (laughs) It's just it's that's going to be at least for me that would be my biggest concern is that people are stealing from me because like right now you know just with you know how many businesses you got and all that stuff like it's hard to keep track of everything and you lose track of things and yeah. um you know I can't <laughs> imagine trying to to watch this kind of I mean of he's got to create
1: like a little family office or something right to just manage all
0: that. Yeah, but like who do you put 100%. in charge of it?
1: Yeah, you got to find you definitely got to find good people, right? And right. Yeah. Like
0: I'm I'm by, like if it, yeah, like, and if it's me, like I am trying to buy the, you know, put money into the Dodgers. I'm trying to buy into an asset where I can put the majority of this money, yeah. and then I'll keep depending on how I want to live. I'll keep, you know, some money off to the side that I can go have fun with, but I can go put. Into a Vanguard S and P five hundred <laughs> and just let yeah. it go there, and not Do you to think worry about Shohei scary?
1: Otani gives a a rat's ass about this S and P
0: five hundred. Well, like, just, you know, I, just oh wow, them. compounding interest. Yeah, suck it with compounding interest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think he would care. I, I personally, no matter how much money I would have, I would care if my money was doing nothing for me. It would you know. annoy me. So I would—I don't know about the S&P 500 if that's the, the vehicle he's going to choose. Yeah. And maybe he just puts it in a high-yield savings account, which it probably doesn't do that either because you know <laughs> it, it, only a quarter of a million is guaranteed by the federal hey, government. Hey, listen, so. he's going to need a
1: big shoebox over there at the
0: bank. Yeah, man. I mean, there's so much to, to, to talk about with this deal. But let's – let's. I mean, it, it, for the Dodgers, listen, I, I believe that Shohei made a, a good deal for himself. I mean, like I said, just from that, if, if our, if my tax research is correct, he saves himself quite a bit of money yearly when he goes and gets this money. Well, let me ask you this: Why do you think, like, to me,
1: like you, And I read this somewhere. It was like, why even do the seven hundred million? Like, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a mask of a on a four hundred and sixty million dollar deal. Like, I mean, obviously, like you want to be like the highest paid ever. Like that is a little swag
0: there. Uh,
1: but it seems like a whole
0: lot of song and dance. Uh, well, it's to... not. It, it just, that's just present day value. He's going right. to get seven hundred million dollars. Yes. So it's a seven hundred million dollar contract. Right. He's just. It's being deferred over twenty years. So n- people are being like, "Well, hold on now." But now, it's if it's actually... an
1: interest free, so like the, everybody, everybody involved with this is is understanding that the the actual value of the contract shakes out differently uh, because because of like the lack of interest plus taxes inflation. yeah uh, in inflation. That's what I meant. And inflation on, on this deal. And o- Otani knows this. So there's definitely like a vanity play here of just like, and hey, no, I'm fine. It's not that. I think that's like, whatever. Like, I think that's fine. You should be, he is, if he's as good as he is, he should be paid. He should be paid the most ever. But like, to me, I was just like looking at it. I was like, man, like there's all these little stipulations in here to get this thing to 700. And the only reason that I could imagine, or that I was even reading about to actually take it to 700 was, just to get to to like eclipse Messi as like the the highest contract ever in sports, uh, which I, bet I get you it. Plays. Yeah, it. Yeah, plays. I bet it plays. It absolutely plays. I'm sure. And it was I, I saw one thing for the agent, right? Like, not that this makes too big of a deal, but to be able to put his stamp on and say I got the highest contract of all time is probably a big motivator for the agent and his future earnings as well. Which I assume he's probably making just shy of the six hundred
0: thousand. On this, on this deal oh yeah I mean I would imagine he's taking it's 5% if he's definitely. Scott Bors to take 5% of this so mm-hmm. you know 700, it's gonna be a good 000. day
1: and I, I put down whose agent was I never heard of him but it looked like he was maybe at least once part of C- CAA mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's just that's from so just good. from yeah. myself, so, net was, worth but. net worth wise like he has the ability to go out and borrow OPP other people's profits or other people's money right like he yeah. can go get other any other loan he wants to go buy assets right now so his uh, here's power the th- here's right the thing, now though. isn't low. Look,
1: you guys, I mean, you're right. And Patrick, you're saying the same thing. Like, like uh, you know, get your other people or get money working for you. But think about like the, the mind of the professional athletes. Like, how many pro athletes, Patrick, did you come across that had even a, a, a lick of investment
0: savvy? Or like no. even like desire? No, which is, again, why the reason it, why I say the biggest sh- struggle for him is to make sure people aren't stealing from him. Yes. Because the only reason I got into investments was one, two reasons. One, I felt like a piece of shit when I was just sitting home for four and a half months doing <laughs> nothing. Like, we watched just, so many sick YouTube videos of America's <laughs> Got Talent, though. I know, but I just kept swiping my credit card every weekend at the bars and nothing was coming in. And so I felt like a piece of shit there. But one B was because I was like, well, I better make some money. I don't know. How, how am I going to survive after baseball? So, that one B is gone. Mm-hmm. There is no one B anymore for him. Like he, you know, he can survive as long as he's not just an absolute asshole. And you'd of have epic to proportions of epic proportions, and it would be like. And it, I'm going to say this as there is the form of asshole that just takes care of a million people. That's another yeah. way to spend this money. It's not just going to be, hey, I'm going to go to get bottle service at Live in Miami, <laughs> like. You're going to have to get a lot of bottles. (laughs) But it's, you know, a lot of people are going to come knocking. Well, what's a million to you? You know, the amount of of business proposals this guy's probably going to see now. Like, his life is going to get annoying. It's already probably annoying with how big of a megastar he is. But his life's going to get a little bit more annoying with people just kind of pitching him shit or trying to, at least. So he. I can't I don't know a 29-year-old kid who's been, you know, tabbed as the best baseball player of all time, does he even care about future investments? He might not. He's good for life and his and his kids are good for life and probably his kids kids. I think the only motivation would be to make sure the money's going into something that's allowing future future generations to continue to live. I think that would be my motivation at that kind of level. Um so it, it's 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 again. It's hard to say, uh, you know how what he what his thoughts are, but yeah,
1: and Japanese culture is way different than American culture. Yeah, and I certainly so like I wonder how that would. I'm sure that.
0: there's that's there's influence there. Yeah. So, yeah, I listen. I it's it's who knows what his motivation is. Obviously, he wanted to give the team a little bit more time to make some more uh, you know additions to the team uh, in order to compete for a world series which the Dodgers seemingly do every year but they don't oh, they don't obviously it's baseball it's tough to get over that hump so you know, getting Shohei and all that is good i also think that these taxes come into play i can't imagine they didn't come into play especially at 12.3% if california if our research is correct that's going to be a, a factor and again i could very easily see that conversation happening with his with his camp say hey, listen we're gonna save you on california state income taxes you know you're gonna save us on interest and say, oh, okay, well, I, I think that's fair. And then you get to a point where baseball players, although especially ones that aren't motivated in business and things like that, who knows what his life is like. But I could see myself at 29 years old where I didn't care about my future investments and stuff like that, even though I was out of baseball at 29. I could see myself being like, oh, yeah, I have enough money. I don't care. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Save you, save you, save the time. And that's what you think. You, that's why you'd hope you know Scott Boris or whoever is your agent would go in there and be like no 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 I know what you guys are fucking doing no yeah. we're going to yeah. get we're going to get my guy some money you know, you're yeah. not you're not I listen I know he doesn't <laughs> give a shit I give a shit so yeah. <laughs> you're not coming away you know scot free here so yeah. but I could see them being like explaining this to Shohei and saying hey listen they're, they're doing they're going they're going to make out good anytime right. from a business <laughs> perspective anytime you can get something, get a, a service, which Shohei is providing a service and pay for it later. You, it is a huge win for you, mm. especially when there's no interest attached, which is one of the reasons why I say this is a team friendly deal, because even if they have to put now in year three, they have to put 44 million set, So now they're going to start paying for this. Now are they making money? Is it left their bank account? I guess it's probably going into a third-party escrow. Probably can't go into the Dodgers escrow account because, you know, I just assume they have to have someone else controlling the money, so so they can't just go and spend it. Um, so, but regardless of that, so in the first couple of years, yeah, this is going to be, uh, you know, much better for the Dodgers. After that, it definitely dwindles. But if we look back on our episode about the, why, why I believed. Uh, that the Red Sox should go and and go hard for Shohei Ohtani with how much money he was going to bring in just in what we estimate in concession, jersey sales, and elevated ticket prices. We were looking at like $83 million, $84 million a year um, in just that. So... You know, right there alone, could you know? Obviously, you have to. There's some things you have to pay now because you're getting more money. Because so the, obviously, there's probably more people are involved in that, so you're paying more salary. All of that probably takes into consideration, but you're talking about. You know, just that alone. You're not talking about. You know, I think um, the Dodge. I think uh, A. Rod was talking about how this is not good for baseball as a whole, but certainly good for the big market teams. Where, when you when you divvy up the, the TV deal, it seemed like the Dodgers were coming away with far more money than let's say the Marlins. And so this is only going to you know exasperate that. That's it's going to be more money to the Dodgers. There's just so much money that's going to come into the Dodgers because of this that. Yeah. Okay. Seven hundred million is a lot of money. Four hundred five million is a lot of money, but these guys aren't stupid. And your first red flag, like looking into this in these investments, are the the willingness to do it. If you're if they're willing to do it, they're not. Maybe listen. You don't work. Every investment doesn't work out. But if they're willing to do it they have to believe that this the odds are in their favor that this is going to be a worthwhile investment for the Dodgers. I also saw that in the last like three years, the Dodgers' uh, net worth went up like a, a billion and a half. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to get in more TV money, if they're able to get in more sales, if they're able to get more, let's say, from the Japanese market, more jersey sales, more concession sales, all of that over the next 10 years, that's how you inflate your net worth. So... It, at the end of 10 years, let's say they're making three, four times the amount of money they were making because of this Japanese investment, your net worth is probably three or four times more valuable. So when he's going to go pay out $700 million over the next 10 years, if, the net, if he owns 50% of the club and the net worth went from from or let's just not say him. Let's just say the the Dodgers as a whole. Let's say the Dodgers are worth three billion dollars, and over those ten years, or let's say you know, let's just say ten years. Over those ten years, they went from a three billion to a let's say it's three times. Let's go to nine billion. You're, what you just did was you just made six billion dollars on a seven hundred million dollar investment. That is so worth it. It's unbelievable. So
1: is, is Otani going to be ready for opening season, opening day? I don't think so. Right. I know he, I believe he is. He's just not pitching this year. He's not pitching this year.
0: Oh, he had a UCL. So DH. So, yeah. DH. I, I don't know that he's not really able to play the, the field um, to a degree, like first base type of thing. I just can't pitch. I know that. I know that was the big thing. He couldn't pitch wow. this coming year. So that's
1: really interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing it just doesn't fucking matter. Anybody who's talking about pitching being a big deal is talking about it from a baseball perspective, winning mm-hmm. ball games. Is he yeah, yeah, worth yeah, yeah, this yeah, to yeah, your yeah. team? To the business, he is worth it. Doesn't it doesn't matter if he's pitching. Of course mm-hmm. it's going to help. It might, you know, okay, maybe I mean, maybe when he would, you know, typically sit out a day, maybe there's not as many, you know, Japanese people watching cuz he's out that day, maybe he'd be <laughs> pitching that day, they make a little more money. From an investment standpoint, they just got the entire country of Japan behind their team, <laughs> and and jersey sales, all of this, like, like how much did that guy? What what's the guy that owns Fanatics? That uh, Michael Rubin? Mm-hmm. How much money that motherfucker just made? Like, the it would be interesting of- to
1: see if they hold like a if they hold like a bunch of like Japanese like promo days. Right, like, uh, like if there's like an increase, I'm sure there'll be more. But like, yes. I wonder, I, yeah, I bet even in like like the the upper levels, like like uh, like suite level and stuff like that. Like, I wonder if they'll have like 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 galas and events to like welcome Japanese businessmen over. And wonder if they're and oh, here's another thing, right? They're gonna have, I guarantee you, you watch some Dodger games, some of the ads behind home plate are gonna be in Japanese. Uh, that that's and, a, and that's if, something to consider for sure.
0: And if it, and if it's um. And if it's uh, the green screens, they're having many different uh, uh, things that we're not even going to see in America. So now you are going to be able to run multiple ads all at one time.
2: Great point. It's
0: it's what what people are seeing. What we're I am trying to you know make sure people you know understand. And again, it's not that it's it's just the deal. Although worth far although although worth far more right now for Shohei and obviously he's kicking it down the road there are some stipulations here that help him with that the deal for the Dodgers is unbelievable like I I I hope we're doing this podcast in 10 years and I'd love to come back to Mm -hmm. this show exactly in 10 years and look at what the 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 uh, net worth of the of the Dodgers looks like what are they worth in ten years from now, after seeing all of these concession sales go up, because that's what you factor in in a net worth, and net worth's pretty arbitrary. I always say, like, you know, like what would on be the interesting.
1: Other... What? Uh, sorry to cut you off, Patrick, but okay, I think I'll that look this look would myself. be interesting. It, we, I wish i had looked this up. Is if we could see how Ichiro being on the Mariners affected them, right? Because if we could get like, if we could get like just relative like sales numbers, like things that they did. You know, what was like, I bet somebody's got an article out there about, about like the revenue.
2: So in the background, I've been researching uh, Hideki Matsui with the Yankees. And this was okay. a couple decades or 2009, they re-signed them, I think. And this is just a quick NBC Sports article says that the mere presence of Matsui accounts for at least $15 million in extra revenue to the Yankees. Great, great, in great 2009. research, TiVo. That's great. I'd be. So I mean, and Ichiro like, would. Ichiro would be a more, and then yeah, for sure. Katani even more. Yeah, hey, and
1: Ichiro had a long career, man. I would be be really c- curious to see how that uh, how that affected it, because you'd imagine that the Dodgers would be 10x that because it's the freaking Dodgers. And
2: yeah, let, cause let me, we let were me talking. Te- I remember like watching all the Red Sox Yankees games, and like in Yankee Stadium, they had several you know Japanese ads in the outfield. I was like, oh, I wonder what that says.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's let's take this one step further. From a brief Google search. From Marka.com, the average ticket price for the, for the same game was about five hundred and eighty dollars U. S. dollars for a Dodgers game. Now you have to, you know, it Aver- sounds like a lot. That was the average price. You have to remember you're, that's including uh, uh, buying boxes, all of that stuff. So you're, you're, those those ticket prices are very high. But you're, you know, I'm sure you can get a ticket for you know fifty bucks. Okay. But there's going to be also a suite that's going to be fifteen thousand. Okay. Okay. So they're going to average out. But at, within 24 hours of signing Otani, there was a ph- phenomenon that took place that doubled it. And since then, which is just three hours late, three hours ago, <laughs> it has risen an additional 8%, getting to as high right now as $1,236 per ticket. That's so, right words. then and there. So, if yeah, they we- just brought in. 200 million in ticket sales last year. They immediately just brought in more than a, an additional 200 million in ticket sales last year.
1: Okay. H- headline of the episode, Shohei Otani robbed at the bank. This
0: guy's getting I'm smoked, you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. People just, and, and and I'm not saying that people don't understand. What I'm saying, it's more, Um, I want to, I, I, this sounds like a negative term, but it's like, more like ignorance than anything my, and again maybe i'm i'm using the wrong definition of ignorance because i'm not saying it negatively towards any fan base or anybody yeah. listening to the show or anything like that it's more for just like will, willful willfulness ignorance because it you, you're it's they just don't care to look into that Yeah, which you're i understand you not looking at you. you hear the number now, and you're totally not get, worried about it which is why you listen to the sorry we're closed podcast because <laughs> smash that subscribe will, button smash that subscribe button cuz <laughs> we will do the research for you and we yeah. will break it down for you in an hour the what what the Dodgers are about to do is just outlandish in how much money they're going to make you know let's let's say for example Japan just so everybody knows is a huge um, huge baseball market. It's like when when you're when you are when you are you know getting to the end of your career uh, and you're not doing so well. You want <laughs> Japan to come after you because Japan will pay you a good amount of money because they They'll have pay a you huge bucks. Yeah, they have a huge baseball market. With that being said, Japan's population is 125.7 million people. They They're love really baseball. You're talking about a lot of people. Let's say that's half of them that love baseball. You're talking, and I would imagine all of them love fucking Otani. So you're talking about, you know, (laughs) what are you talking about? 60 million people that they just made Dodger fans out of. Like, the money... That's coming in here is almost unfathomable, mm. like and, and again this is why when I broke it down and I got some heat on on Twitter and Tebow can you know can vouch for me that I got some heat on Twitter when I talked about how the Red Sox should be going after this guy guns a blazing I think I said I'd offer him six hundred million or something like that like guns a blazing because the investment that you're, the investment the amount of money you're going to bring back in is unbelievable now I will say Sean had a good point. I'm not sure if you bring in just as much money if we're now an East Coast team. I don't know, there might be a slight de- I can't imagine it's a huge decrease, but there might be a slight decrease uh in in the ability to bring in that money because you know times of games and things of that nature, the ability to travel there, all of that good stuff. I'm not sure that answer. But it's still so worthwhile. I can't imagine I the numbers and again, I'm just I am speculating, guys, but when you're looking at, you know, the, the the worth of a team, and again, it's all all subjective. It's all pretty much arbitrary. Like you're just like you know, I told you, my restaurants were making 10 million a year, and you asked me what my net worth is. Some years I think, and again, I'm just I would be making that up. Some years I'm like, well, I think I think the market's good right now. I could probably get five times from a guy who has got got a lot of money. So all right, my net worths 50 or the net worth of the companies are 50 million. And then other years I'm like no one's fucking buying restaurants right now. I'd be lucky to get one and a half. So now my net worth's 15 million. Like it's such nonsense, net worth. Yeah. But when you're talking about this big of a team, it's crazy. And Sean put at the end of his notes that this contract bec- if this contracts become the norm, this could really, you know, become a liability drag for future major league baseball team sale prices, which is a good point, however with that caveat that the money's probably already put away. And you, but you would like if that money that money like you can't count that as cash a part of your you know a part or your balance sheet that's that's separate you got to pay that shit out it's, that ain't that ain't your money so it would certainly to a degree hinder the sale or a sale price but it is it's it's a this is a wild wild amount of money that the Dodgers are about to bring in like you know, just while we're here on the on the show how much money. While you're Do looking that up,
1: Patrick, let me just, I'll just spit in here because I think uh, just a quick fact just based on the stuff that we've talked about in the past. Uh, if I my memory serves me correctly, Dodger Stadium is on top of a mountain uh, and they so they would not necessarily, although they might be able to get creative, they would not necessarily be able to build like the area around it uh, like some of these other teams are able to do and and uh, you know like so some of the stuff that we've talked about in the past about how to like really inflate the value of a team and, and the market and the income around it uh, may not necessarily be and that's a big that's a big chunk. Uh, now of course yeah. they could get they could get creative but uh, I know uh, geographically they may have or topographically they may have a challenge there.
0: So certainly they might not be able to do something quite like that like they were seeing in Atlanta like we saw uh, in Boston things like that so that's certainly, a huge por- portion of it. According to Forbes, the, the team value is 4.8 billion. The gate receipts. And I try to look up, it says it has a number here. I just want to make sure I'm um, they're find what they're defining gate receipts as it ticket sales or are there more things included. I'm not finding where they're, where they're, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Okay. So their, their ticket prices are a little bit different. Um, but, their gate receipts according to this are 201 million dollars good good guess by me maybe i remember it from our 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 um our forbes research the that one episode but 201 million dollars let's say they double it <laughs> which it looks like they're going to like it's so much money and then the eight, you're telling me the 86 there's revenue per fan, according to this, is $86. You're telling me that's not going through the roof yeah. with all these jersey sales and all these people that were traveling to try to, to buy? You're telling me, you're telling me, you're telling me that this beer that was, was 12 bucks ain't going to be $16? Hmm. I, like you are telling me the hot dog that was $7 is not going to be 10 Like, you're just, everything is, if they, if they own the parking lot, which I'm sure they do, you know, parking can't be free. I mean, parking probably for the game is probably 30 bucks you' are telling me it's not 40 45 now like there's so much freaking money that's gonna yes. come into it come into this team because of this it, I mean it's outlandish and then on top of that if these Dodger owners can go leverage how much how many much money's going into them and leverage that to go buy other assets. all right maybe they can't build around the ballpark but maybe they're gonna go maybe they're gonna go buy a bunch of buildings in la. And just be like, yeah, all right, I have, I have this. My might as well go do something with it. Now so here's there's a just... question. Yeah,
1: <laughs> should Green Rock go out and spend one million dollars on a famous bartender?
0: <laughs> all the money coming in. Well, I don't. You got. You're telling me the bartender's gonna bring in more than a million dollars. Well, you look with tomato, tomato. We gotta find
1: that. We gotta find the number, right? But you buy. Well, it's certainly spend, not that number. All right, listen. You spend five hundred G's on. It ain't that either. Five hundred. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. Well, it depends on who the person is. You bring Shohei Otani to the bar. You're gonna have a line out the door, and I bet you them bucket yeah, ain't gonna be six oh, bucks
0: anymore. Well, because I can only fit two hundred thirty-seven people in Green Room. Bucket tons oh. gonna be like nine hundred bucks. <laughs> 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 and where's my market? $900 that's what <laughs> we think is <laughs> fair yeah. where's my market who's coming I'm like listen I'm gonna have to check I'm gonna be like Sophia Franklin from uh, Call Her Daddy who had yeah, that yeah. clip that went viral it said I need to see people's bank accounts Bernard out front of Green Rocks now be checking people's Wells Fargo accounts when they come in I'm gonna like, need, you can't uh, afford this <laughs> uh, we need ID and net worth <laughs> yeah, you can't afford this get the hell out of here this is not
1: a verified net worth sir no. what are these no. assets the S&P 500 get out of here
0: <laughs> So listen, on a smaller scale, if we want to talk a little bit of a smaller scale, there are bartenders you think are more valuable than other bartenders. Now, you don't necessarily pay them more. You, you more so are more lenient with them, like hooking up regulars and things like that. But, like, it, like I, you know what's a good, good, um, a good, uh, um, a good uh, comparison would be at River Street Garage if I brought in, if I want to buy in Bruce Springsteen. If Bruce, um, if Bruce came in and say he wanted to charge me, let's say he wanted to charge me his normal price. Let's say it's like two million dollars. <laughs> I have to then know I'm not going to make two million dollars at Rivershire Garage that night. Rivershire Garage holds like 290 people. I'm not making two million dollars. I promise you. Will I make? <laughs> will I possibly make a lot more? I better. I mean, I should have a lineup that if let's say his set goes on at 8 p.m. I'd better have a line at the door at one p.m. Like I would imagine. Definite after- cover charge. Oh,
2: yeah, oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much. But even that's they got penny. like an Apple Pay kiosk yeah. out there. Yeah, <laughs> um, Even that's like pennies. What, the, the thought process? I had, to, I had to write a check to get into Eighty River, <laughs> <laughs> and we take all forms of payment. Uh, but the 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 like the the thought process there would be because Bruce played at this bar how much more popular is it going to be for the next you're selling you know, merch yeah, limited five edition years. recordings yeah like, yeah like what i would do is essentially is i would try to negotiate a deal with Bruce where yeah, okay i'll pay the 2 million which he negotiate with the river street garage what are you fucking talking about <laughs> but, <laughs> negotiate with Bruce say i'll pay you 2 million but you got to you have to have a secret pop up one time yeah some yeah. other time and you're you're random. literally selling the
1: planks of wood that he stood on to, yeah, like, to perform.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so like...
1: Which might yeah. sell for a lot of money.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like honestly, that you're more you're more likely, again, if Bruce was recording, kind of do what Maxwell's did back in the day where you let him probably free of charge, you know, records, because he wanted to for some reason, record, you know, parts of his Glory Days uh, yeah. music video in the place. And now everyone's like, oh, this is where Glory Days was filmed. Then you can come in and do that and then you make some money. Having him play there for $2 million, it'd be very difficult to make that money back. <laughs> Um so probably not the route I would go. Uh it's it's hard it just it, the numbers are so so different when talking about this But you know person. it is
1: it does it does beg the question like if you had like even just like a notable a notable bartender or even you just looking at like like when these celebrities like who the heck is buying a subway sandwich cuz Stephen Curry told me to, right? But people obviously are and they're paying an exorbitant amount of money for for Uh, That and one of the business guys that I follow to a T, he is like as soon as you possibly can get a celebrity to endorse your product because it's it's insanely pop, it's insanely profitable to do so. So you start looking like the trickle down effect of how these other businesses are doing, kind of what Otani or and the Dodgers are doing, and how it actually is profitable over the, you know, the course of uh, business. Yeah,
0: I mean, just even on again, bring it down even smaller scale, not even necessarily endorse your business. To a degree, like pay for them to do it. But like even like in Hoboken, like micro influencers, uh-huh. like Hoboken girl, yeah. uh, don't sit home. Like like some of them, maybe 10, 15,000, maybe even 5,000 followers on Instagram, not big. But if they, they've uh, they've amassed these many people that are looking, oh, that looks nice. That looks yeah. good. Oh, you know, let's do that. And like that, that brings business in. Uh, like right now I'm posting a bunch on TikTok, which is more Hoboken stuff. And it's been great. Like I've had a lot of people give you know their advice on what they think the waiting room should be. We're making it more cocktails. We're seeing people enjoy it a bit more. Uh, so like things are progressing. But it's because there's a lot of eyeballs on. It. It's like, I hey, listen, I saw this guy's TikTok. Um, you know, let me go in and, and and do that. But like having those people talk about that actually, you know, props to me. First time ever in Hoboken, um, in my entire ten year career, that I got recognized at the bar um, for TikTok and not Red Sox. Almost any other time someone's come up to me, it's always been like Red Sox baseball player type of thing. This is the first time I've ever been something other than – not even just TikTok. Something – anything other (laughs) than that. Uh, So it is – it's – not to get on a tangent, but the reason I really – I was excited to do this podcast and and wanted to do this podcast is because I want us to be classified as a team-friendly deal. I want people to understand – just what the Dodgers are about to make on this investment. And I'm sure th- there's a chance that I'm over exaggerating, there's a chance I'm under exaggerating because there's so many other sources, you know, as they say revenue streams that I'm just unaware of that that they're bringing more money in over there. You just you just don't know. Like, you know, these boxes that they, they, they you know that they can sell this year. Are there is there a whole new market of multi 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 millionaires and billionaires from Japan that are going to want to buy a box now. Because hey, listen, I'm going to fly over my private jet my I want to say that I own a box in in Dodger Stadium, but we can go over and watch Shohei Otani play whenever we want. You know, how many of them will look at that as an investment and take it one step further? How many of them are, are going to look at, at that as an investment to go make and meet you know, American in, investors and multi multimillionaires and billionaires at these Dodger games and they can become friends. Sean and I were just at a restaurant in New York City and I, I'm. They, they were. They were. They seemed to be somewhat American, but they seemed to be a little bit foreign. But we were up there, and I was, I was chatting with them, uh, f- just, just having some fun. But we were in this super exclusive restaurant, you know, where. Drink prices are insane. Food prices are insane. We're in the speakeasy inside this super exclusive restaurant, which is even more exclusive because you have to be invited to get into the restaurant, and then you have to be invited when you're in that restaurant to go into the speakeasy. So, and you're just there, and but immediately everybody thinks. And again, we're going down so many rabbit holes. But this is why I really want to get across to everybody is that we're in there, and immediately you feel like you, you know. These guys are like, oh, this guy must be doing something. I'm like, oh, what are these guys doing? You know, you know, what do you guys do for a living? And you just start talking, become friendly, like, oh, okay, you're good. You must be successful. And you, know, and you just start start talking. So they I just got to a Japanese millionaire and an American millionaire becoming somehow business investors from the Shohei Otani deal. <laughs> so like you just there's so much that 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 gets intertwined and in, it in craziness here that Again, you just that you just don't think of as the average baseball fan. And, and again, it's not your job to. It's, it's the Sorry We're Closed podcast folks that it's their job to do it. But these, these people that, in, that are just going to look at $700 million and be like, holy shit, how is a player worth this? Well, I'm going to tell you about 43 different ways on how this guy is not only worth it, but extravagantly worth it. If they just double, du- let's, let's just, I mean, it, it, it's not even worth doing math. But if they just double it and they make an additional $4.3 billion as their net worth, they, you, you spent $700 million, you made $4.3 billion. It, are you, you tell me it's not worth it? Of course it's worth it. So it is. Again, and I would love to come back and fact check myself in 10 years and see what the Dodgers ended up turning out to be as far as profitability. And also, there should be noted, now that Shohei's out of it, do you, do you, can you keep that market? Are you no longer worth that much money anymore? Uh, you know, that's something to be considered as well, but it is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what the Dodgers are going to do here and how much money they're going to make off this deal. It, I think it was a brilliant plan. I think it was good. It was disappointing to see. It didn't seem like the, the Red Sox really made a, a, a real effort at it. But they just might not be in that kind of market. They might not be. In the, I'm sure John Henry understands what kind of money he would make on Shohei, but maybe it's just not what he's trying to do right now. You know, maybe he's trying to do something else. Um, and build a bunch of you know the new the new downtown whatever it is a new part of Fenway you know in that area and building all those 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 big buildings but it is it's it's crazy what's going on it's crazy what the Dodgers are going to do here it, you know good for Shohei going to get his money uh, and uh, you know if it is the tax incentive that he's going to do to be able to get out of here maybe the tax incentive to just get the hell out of the country hmm. I don't know I don't know uh, but it's hard for me. And I, wonder. You know, I'm. You know, I don't know if you guys agree. Seemingly, I know Sean probably does, but it's hard for me to sit here and say this wasn't a team friendly deal at 700 million dollars. Which feels, as a former baseball player, that you know, at some points was getting paid 700 dollars a month. Um, it feels hard to say that this was a team friendly deal, but I don't. I, I really don't think there's any way around it. The Dodgers both, are going both to be killing. Want. Both sides did great. Certainly, certainly <clears throat> could Shohei have won more? Yes. But both sides did great here. Shohei's going to come out with generational wealth. The Dodgers but the Dodgers are going to make a a absolute monsoon of money. <laughs> like think about good, Shohei, good think, think about think if I'm Typhoon correct for Japan. Yes. Think if I'm correct. At 700 million like this wave of money's coming. The, if the Dodgers do what I think they're going to do and make it ju- just four hundred or four just four billion on this investment, you're talking about five times, you know, five and a half times bigger wave of cash coming. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it just it is it's insanity. It's hard to comprehend. Good for the Dodgers, you know, making this kind of investment, making this kind of deal. It, I think it's great for baseball to see this kind of money going somewhere. I think it's great for baseball just for the fans to start. You know, being interested enough to go and and read up on this stuff and and try to figure out exactly how they're able to pull this off, I think that's cool. I, I think it, I think I think overall this is good for the game of baseball. You know, you know, A you know, Rod made the the assertion that it might be not good for baseball as a whole because some of these smaller teams aren't doing this, but I love what's going on here. I love the defer. I loved how how this is getting creative in, in the deals that these guys are making. Um so it, it's going to be fun to see in the next ten years. Do we get a billion-dollar player, uh, and, and do we start seeing ownership stakes change hands like Messi's done? I think soccer really has paved the way for uh, just how to make these deals and how to make them them fun and, and kind of creative. Uh, but you know, time will tell. I think we'll have many more of these shows where we're diving into some of these creative these creative contracts. So. Um, that's all I got for you, Sean Tivo. Anything you know? We got the 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 light group uh, holiday party this 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 Saturday. Tivo's flying in. He's got a flight to catch today. Safe travels to to Tivo. He is uh, Tampa Tivo will be turning into Hoboken Tivo uh, very soon here. So safe travels to Tivo. Tivo, you have anything? I know you're frustrated. Do you have anything to add? No no Tivo tidbits today.
2: Uh, come on! You don't think I come with the TiVo tidbit, even when we have uh, issues with the audio? Of course, of course. Let's hear it. Hit, hit me, hit me with the music. Hit me with the music. Make me smile.
0: TiVo's <laughs> tidbit, yeah. TiVo's tit, tidbit, yeah. Woo hoo! TiVo's tidbit.
2: <laughs> Thank you. If you take <laughs> out the deferred money, if you just take out the deferred money, the ten-year contract per game four hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars per hour, one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. per at-bat, $48,000 per inning, $3,000 per minute, and $50 per second. Shout-out to our boy, Otani. Shout-out, good tidbit, good tidbit.
0: Give it up for Otani. I can't clap because I'll lose my
1: microphone. (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right, I, two, what, two final things with the bad audio is is I hope – I can't wait to see the uh, superfans, the new Dodger superfans that will be going to L.A. Uh, and course, dressing up in fun <laughs> things. <laughs> su- well, shut I, shut yeah. up. <laughs> We're going to have some great super fan videos coming out, I'm sure, this year. And I really hope that just one day Otani like opens up a bunch of Waffle Houses or something down <laughs> in Florida and just does something really, really fun with his money. <laughs> that
0: would be a lot of Waffle Houses. all right well folks have a hope you had a great weekend and uh and uh you know well i got nothing we'll see you next week